Blog Talk Radio. Yo, what's popping, y'all? PSA Hip Hop, man. It's the PSA boys. We back in the building to do work, man. Watts, what's good, my G? Peace, peace. What's good, my brother? Shit, let's get right into this, man. We have a, a lot of topics to talk about hip hop today, man. I love doing shows, man. Let's get into this, Watts. 9 11, what's this, 2001? Memory serves me right the day of 9-11, the blueprint, and fabulous, I believe, sir, correct me if I'm wrong, was both of these individuals dropped the same day, right? They both dropped the same day. Fabulous's debut album and Jay-Z, the blueprint album. Let's get right into these songs, man. Jay-Z, the blueprint, coming off, what's this, what's this, by, by 2001, we're looking at, let's see, Reasonable Doubt. Volume one, we got uh, volume two, and then the dynasty, right? And then the blueprint, right? In that order. This is this is so we're talking to six album. Six album. Wow. I don't know if you want to call it the streets of Washington soundtrack that he dropped. Because remember, he dropped that. He dropped that too. Okay. We don't really count that. Let's get right into it. But he did drop the streets of Watcher. Let's get right into this watch. Jay-Z, The Blueprint, um, first song, The Ruler's Back, produced by Bink. Not to be confused with Slick Rick, The Ruler's Back song on The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Um, Jay-Z, Young Vito, The Voice of the Young People, Mouthpiece of Hustlers, I'm Back Motherfuckers, Your Reign on the Top was Short Like Leprechauns. Y'all can't fuck with Hov. What type of X y'all on? X y'all on! Hope's Hope's <laughs> Talk to me, Watch. What do you think about the rulers back so far, man? Before we get into more conversation well, one, about it. One of the things, well, what I like about this album is, it, it, it to me, this is one of the the albums where you get insight to Jay Z, who's in his rapping bag, his braggadocious. Then he lets you know I mm-hmm. also listened to other MCs. So, of course, like you said, the first song is The Ruler's Back. So as soon as we saw it, we instantly, we immediately thought of Slick Rick, The Ruler's Back. And you know who mm-hmm. else thought that? Jay-Z. So basically, mm-hmm. he paid homage because the first that he set it off, paying homage to Slick Rick, The Ruler. It's the same thing um, Snoop Dogg did when we reviewed Doggy Style album when he did Lottie Dottie Over. So as you can see, Slick Rick is one of those MCs who really impacted a lot of our Classic all-time great MCs, and Hov just and this you, off, man. Mm-hmm. Braggadocious, braggadocious ramen. I liked the production by Bink. Um, this mm-hmm. is when Hov his alter ego, Young Vito, voice of the young people. Uh, this is the, this is only two songs he did it. He did it on think it's a think it's a game when them things come out. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. He called yes, himself sir. Young Vito, and on this song, the rule is back. He called himself Young Vito, which is why I always refer to Jay-Z as Young Vito, Voice of the Young People. This was during his Jigga Man Jigga era and his Young Vito era. And what's interesting also, us talking about Slick Rick, right? It's just yesterday, um, Westside Gun dropped a project, and it's funny, the first song we're talking about is Rulers Back, and Westside Gun has two songs with Slick Rick. Um, Hove don't run. Hope stand and fight. Hope's a soldier. Hope been fighting all his life. I love the horns. Shout out to Bink, man. Um, when you get a couple of beans and you don't have a clue, situation is bleak. I'm going to keep it real because fuck it with me. You got to drop a mill 
Because if you're going to cop something, you got to cop for real. Jay-Z was scheming with the Rockefeller members on there, man. So are we in agreement that we like the rulers back, son? Uh, very, very dope song. Very dope song to set up this album. Fire beat, fire verses from Jay-Z. Next song, watch Takeover, produced by Kanye West. Now, when I first heard this song, I was in hip-hop tears. I played this song the whole day, the whole night when this song dropped, because we heard this song before the blueprint actually dropped. Um, Hope just talking reckless, not giving two donkey nuts about other rappers' feelings. Because let's be real, Hope, as much as I rock with you, my G, you are the king of subliminals. There was no subliminals in this particular song. You said actual names. Watch, before we get into the meats and potatoes, man, let's talk about it, man. Take over, man. This is this is one of the – this song is synonymous with Jay-Z in this songs. Uh, Kanye West became almost a household name because we all wanted to know who produced this song when he sampled mm-hmm. the doors. This is – mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. this song is – one of the all-time great diss songs. And we heard one of Ho's verses because he spit it at Summer Jam on Summer stage. Jam. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, Prodigy. when he spit some of this verse on stage, it shut down the city. So you could say in 2001, I would say that was the height of Jay-Z, where you could literally say Jay-Z was the king of hip-hop, and nobody mm-hmm. was seeing him. Because... He did this mob deep, you know. You little, I got money stacks bigger than you. Bigger when than I was you. pushing back in '88, he was a ballerina. He was a ballerina. I got the pictures. I seen you. So he, that's when he put Prodigy on a summer jam screen. So we mm-hmm. had heard that verse, but um, as how he ended the verse was. Ass Nas, he don't want it with hope. You don't want that it with hope. That line no! right there. <laughs> That line right there sent New York City into a frenzy. When I say sent New York City into a mm-hmm. frenzy, I mean it sent us into a frenzy. Nas literally at that point could not move, walk, go anywhere without nope. responding to it. Because and, there was no subliminals. And he got Nas. There was and no he got Nas. He said Nas's name. Ask you know Nas, he don't want to hold. We had, me and you had known for years that Jay-Z and Nas were taking shots at each other. But they could always deny it because they never said each other's name. Well, I would was say like, Jay more than Nas. I would say Jay more than Nas. Um, Watts. Uh, agreed, agreed. And then, but Jay made it clear. Jay felt I've run hip hop so much right now, I can say it. Nas, I'm at the point in my career where Nas really can't see me. So he said, "Ask Nas. He don't want to behold that. You know." So. This is what made Takeover just mind-blowing. We, we, we hadn't heard the actual verse directed towards Nas right. until the mm-hmm. song. And, and, and Jay-Z had the justification because Nas had dropped the Stillmatic intro. You yes, know, intro, yep. He had dropped the, um, that, that, that freestyle where he said, um, mm-hmm. I remember when you ra- used to rap like the Fushnikins, Nas designed the blueprint who you Chippo. could. So... So then Hove spit the, 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 the verse that to this day people stereotype and judge Nas by, by Jay-Z's second verse, which, yeah. is, which is one of the most impactful verses in hip-hop because 
it now right, totally has never that. gotten away from that book. You know what I'm saying? And listen, you've been in this, I say this. You've been in this we 10, so I've been in this 5. Wind up, Nas. Wind up, Nas. Listen, there's so many quotables on this song, man. It's not even funny. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Fuck up. Rockefeller is the army. Better yet, the Navy. Your niggas will kidnap your baby. Spit at your lady. And then the second verse just gets interesting, man. I don't care if you mom deep. I bring triggers to cruise. You little fuck, I got money stacks bigger than you. Like, when he went in that bag, I got the pictures I seen. He dropped shook one. Switch your demeanor. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Like, that... You know, we don't believe you. You need more people. Is is in the hip hop? Is that saying that is a phrase now? Uh, That's uh, a phrase. We don't believe as you. much as we say ether. Listen, as much as we yeah. talk about ether, I don't think ether. Niggas say ether is, is is like that, but I don't think that line gets love like ether gets love. We don't believe it you. you need more people. Like that ether quote. gets love. It doesn't get love like ether gets love, but we don't believe you. Need more people is a. Now it is a phrase. It is a common saying in regular talk. Yep. Listen, use the fact when he said when he when he told Nas, "I showed you your first tech on tour with Large Professor." With Large Professor, that meant everything to me. Tech on the dresser. Yo, that meant just hearing that. Oh, okay. That's another Listen, thing man. Jay-Z said. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. I made it a hot song. song. Like, we were, like, so we were like, so what you saying, ho? The world is your, uh, the world is yours is not a hot song. But here's the thing. What made this song so dope is that it made, think about this. Nas's greatest body of work to a lot of people is his 90s work. In one verse, Jay-Z had us re- Visit, That's what's rethink, nice. reanalyze Nas' entire career to the point where people actually believe and will argue to this day, yeah, Nas only got one hot album. Yeah, Illmatic was his best album. Which is not true. Mom, Wait, listen, 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 listen. I, oh, I love you, my guy, but that is not true. One hot album every 10 years. average. That, 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 that's hard, but it's not true. Let's keep it real. The now, point when he is, said, it's only so long is, it does for 10. I was like, damn, oh, wow, it's only so long for Doug to pretend? Um, Hove wrote this. This is a verse Hove wrote. I know I know, y'all want to be like, Hove just freestyled it. He just walked into the booth, said, throw the beat on Kanye. Nah, and nah, he just nah, wrote the top of the Nah, 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 nah. He wrote this. This was a written verse. I know y'all hate hearing it, but he wrote this down. But the, nah, the point is, yeah, that's, is so, that's written down. This verse is so historic because it literally changed people's perception on how they viewed Nas as an MC. That's what made this verse so amazing because because he actually like I said, he, had so to he got too many quotables and you and, put it and, like everything he and said, you can't get a coin every, nigga you was getting fucked in I know I paid God searchlight publishing search there's publishing. so much rawness in this too much rawness in search bars Search then had to go, and they asked Search, because all the magazines would say, Search, what happened? He was like, it's true. They, they paid me. Search like publishing. <laughs> like, it was just so much stuff he said. That shit hurts like, right there. Like, 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 and I'm going to say what you did. When I first heard this song on this album, I, I played it so much. Like, I didn't give this album a straight playthrough. I just kept playing Takeover 
over and over again. Because just to hear somebody get at Nas like this was just we never mind blowing. You know, listen, my nigga. He said, and "Nigga, switch up your flow. Your shit is garbage. We trying to kick knowledge." You niggas going to learn to respect the king. Don't be the next contestant on, on the Summer Jam screen. Because you know who did you know what with you know who. Let's keep that between me and you. Dog, nigga. Dog. Yo, this was so... Me and Carmen, me, 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 I got something so in common. Good. Get it? Something in common. Yo, for real. So, yes, man. his second verse to Nas, Buy his second verse to Nas is, is, is in the Smithsonian Hall of Fame as one of the most impactful verses in hip-hop yes. history. Because like you said, yep. it actually changed people's perception about Nas. Of, the of whole Nas. verse was a quotable. The entire verse was a quotable. And wait a minute. Tight song. We Euro-stepped Euro the effect it had on Mob Deep. He changed. So many people thought differently about Mob Deep. You know what I'm saying? I, like, listen, I didn't like that. Listen, it didn't bother me. I got to keep it real. I didn't go crazy like the culture did because Prodigy went to some dance school or the arts in school. I didn't really go crazy. I still love Pete regardless, and I've always said that. As much as I love Hov, him saying it about Prodigy didn't make me look at Marv Deep's catalog like I couldn't play the Marv anymore. Like, so I niggas do Young Buck because Young Buck situation, but, niggas think Young but, Buck but, music. It was but you art. know what? I but can't you do know what? But Prodigy himself, in his book, in Prodigy's book, he yeah, said, yeah, yeah, the niggas that, yeah. we did not yeah. know how people was going to feel about us after that whole diss. Like, that's how serious it was. Prodigy did a whole album dissing Hope after it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that nigga, really... That, hold on. That Infamy album, that Infamy album was all about Jay-Z. Let's be clear on that. That Marvin Deep Infamy and, album and that's, that's, was all about Hope. And that's the impact of TakeOver. The break's over! Listen... And now, I love when he said, a wise man mean? told me don't argue with fools because people yeah. from a distance can't tell who is who. So stop with the childish shit, nigga. I'm grown. Please leave it alone. Don't throw rocks at the throne. Do not walk up that throne. tree. That tree will fall on you. That tree will fall on you. Now, please, three lettermen, tell everybody who Jay-Z was talking about in that third verse. Well, listen. Don't, no, no, no. Don't well listen. Tell him. Uh, it's, it's dicey who he's talking about because niggas made it sound like he he wasn't talking about Nas again. I thought he was talking about Nas again on that verse. He was talking about DMX. No, of course he said, don't Did walk up the tree and everything DMX. like that. But he didn't say DMX's name, though. So it's subliminal. He didn't that? have this to. It's a subliminal verse. He didn't have to. Yeah, he, all right. He didn't he have to. Because DMX tree. didn't say okay. his name. Because DMX didn't say his name. I only gave you the throne so I could shoot it off like your a, fucking that's head. That's on Kiss, off Jadakiss' album, but I was mad oh, at Hov because, listen, my nigga, you, you have to make a nigga scratch your head and know what the fuck you talking about. I didn't like that. Listen, I'm going to say this. I didn't like the fact, and I'm, I'm not being petty guy when I say this, Hov. You're already saying niggas' names already through a whole fucking song. You're going through Queen, getting a Nas in the mob. Why not say DMX's name? Just cause because X is subliminal. My thing was this. I understand X and Jada was subliminal. Beans, um, Jada didn't really go subliminal with Beans. Beanie he Mac did. and Beanie Frank and all the other shit he was saying. You right, you right, you right. But 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 X did. I didn't like that. I, I didn't like Jada didn't do that. I had a problem with that. So I, shoot, I only gave it a crown so I could shoot it off your fucking head. Who are you talking about, X? Come on, we know who you're talking about. Yeah, but I didn't. But, oh, X say his name, no, my nigga. Say his name. 
when X wanted to do the verses this year, the person he wanted to battle, Jay-Z, he said it. That's who he wanted to battle in the versus battle. So to me, it's undeniable, it's unquestioned. Jay Z was talking about DMX. Like that's not even that. That is so. Uh, so obvious. I wish you said his name. It was different. I wish you said his name. DMX's verse on Uh Huh. But the point I is his name, now, bro. this was a great, great hip hop song. Three verses. You know how many talk about three verses? This is three verses. But now oh, three verses on this album. The floor is yours. Talk to me about the production. The floor is yours. This is when. Obviously, we know about Kanye West with the truth, but I think this song, can we say once we heard this beat, is when Kanye got everyone's attention? Like, this is when it was like, okay, who is this guy? This guy is dope. Can't wait to him do an album. That was the kind of conversation, like, sampling the doors and all that. I got to give Kanye his props. Even though, to me, Kanye did the truth already, and that was fire. So, much love for Kanye West on the production on him. Cause this is back to back Kanye joints. He's about the next song about to talk about Kanye did that also. So um, we, I think throughout this um, revisiting Jay Z's Blueprint album, I think a lot of respect due from both of us and kudos will be thrown at Kanye West's um, way. Flowers enough he'll be getting throughout this project, man. I got Blue, I got um, Takeover as a five mic song. No ifs ands. Um, but it's about it. Why? Let's go to the next song, my G. Izzo, man, talk to me. Produced by Kanye West. Talk to me, man. Izzo, man. H to the Izzo. He performed this song at the BET Awards. And one of the things that I remember about this song, this certain, okay, so this is what I remember about the song. He performed the song at the BET Awards. This was before the album came out. Shaq is in the crowd. Shaq is, like, loving it. In the video, it was the first video where I saw the Benz truck. Remember the Benz truck he was in? And it was a, like a whole yep. line of them. Um, yep. H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo. Um, This is, to me, I think this is great production. I like the production. I like the way I was raised in the projects, roaches and rats. I what? like this song. This song, this song, I mean, I, this song, it's, it's a dope song to me. You know what I'm saying? I felt right. old was telling his story on this song. Now, this was the first single off the blueprint. Um, cops want to knock me. These want to box me in. But somehow I beat them charges like Rocky. Um, show, them how to, show them how to move in a room full of vultures. Industry shade. It need to be taken over. Murder Mook. If you guys love Murder Mook, he took one of these lines that Jay said on this line and put it in a battle rap form. When he battled Iron Solomon, neither here nor there. Um, when he said overcharging niggas for what they did to the Cold Crush, um, that was a very synonymous. Like I said, Hov got a lot of quotables on this whole project, man. Like Let me I tell you how I like that. Since like I told you, sell drugs. That's no, Hov did that, so hopefully you have to go through that. What? That was crazy. What were you saying? That's another thing Hov did. I'm overcharging for what they did to the Cold Crush. Did to this the Cold Crush. Hov is giving you insight that I'm a hip-hop historian. You know how we always like when rappers always shout out other rappers and say, mm-hmm. well, on this album, Hov mm-hmm. was really giving props to the people before him in the videos yep. and, and, and the way he talked. Because I remember in the chat rooms afterwards, everybody's like, what happened to the Cold Crush? Who's the Cold Crush? I remember in the all-hip-hop chat room and the SOHA chat room, people was all of a sudden wanting to know who the Cold Crush brothers were. 
with Grandmaster Kaiser. So, and, and, and here's the thing. Hove was in the building during that era. So you get a sense Hove has always fact. been a hip-hop head. I would love for mm-hmm. one day, just one day, Hove do a real hip-hop interview, man. One day. It's impossible not to be a billionaire. But I just wish someone would yeah, actually talk to him about rap. Right. Um, next song, my G. Girls, 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 produced by Just Blaze. Um, soulful beat, um, sample from Just Blaze. I got this black chick. She don't know how to act, always talking out of the neck, making a finger snap. Obviously, we got Q-Tip on the hook. The song is kind of self-explanatory. Girls, girls, girls. I'm talking about what kind of girls he's been through. And talked about three verses from H-A-V-A. Uh, talk to me, son. Girls, girls, girls. This was another song he released as a video. And the funny thing about this, mm-hmm. this is the funny thing about this album. The songs that he released from this album are not the best songs on this album. They're not no, even, it's not. They're, it's not not. even his, they're not even his top three or four songs. So this is what's weird nope. about this album. The commercial singles that he released and shot videos for, they're not the best songs on this album. I agree. And that kind of throws people off. So, but another thing, once again, he has the abstract poetic. He has Q-tip on the hook. One tip, again, hey man, hold on, hold on. Like, Yo, the only tip get... I acknowledge, the only Q-tip, only tip I acknowledge is Q-tip, not T.I.P. from Atlanta. You know the do, guy trying to start the war between Atlanta and New York City. Forget. I don't want to start a war between Atlanta and New York City, but y'all guys do have to realize there's no way Tip from who's T.I. could ever be the real Tip to me and Three Letterman. It's, just, it's impossible. Nah, it just can't be. Q-tip nah, was Q-tip nah, in '89. Come on, man. So we we had never heard of I, P.I.P. I, 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 so I don't know. We, that's yeah, why know. we acknowledge Q-Tip. I know nothing about Clifford. I know nothing about Clifford in 89, so I can't. The only tip that I know is Q-Tip. Yeah. Um, thoughts on I the Just Blaze production? What's your thoughts on the Just Blaze production? I love the beat. I love the beat. I love the beat a lot. I like the beat more than the song, probably. I'm going to keep it real with you, though. You know what I'm saying? The beat is very soulful, man. Shout out to Just Blaze, man. Um... Next song, watch Jigga, That Nigga, produced by Tony Pope, the Trackmasters, man. Talk to me. The Izod Bucket On, I'm so old school. Now, this is the song messed people's head up. I thought a whole spaz on here. First of all, uh, he was rapping. First of all, Jermaine Dupree, this is Tony Pope. This is Trackmasters. These are the guys that you don't think could come to the could, could, they don't they don't have enough music to to, to battle somebody. They, they you know what I'm saying? Um, but for those who don't know, Tone and Poe, Red Hot Love Tone, they produced this song. And I'm gonna tell you this: when it comes to swag rap, swagger, braggadocious rhymes, Hold this is that song nigga. 100% captures it. This is the song where I thought Hope just bad. You know what I'm saying? I thought Hope. This bad. I re- yo, I really like this song. Like, this is one of my favorite songs. It really messed your head. Well, you know what the whole, This is one of my favorite songs with albums. He gets chastised for this song because my, my cousin and I would be in the whip and this song would come on and he would not want to hear this song at all, man. I think this is back-to-back joints from Girls, Girls, Girls to this song with Hovers in his ladies' bag. Um, the cadence and the flow on here is very dope. The Lampin' in the Hamptons, The Weekend's Mad, Stan Swift with Diaz. The Stan Smith Adidas, that's our effort, fam. You know what I mean? I just want to see what's in your freaky deep pants. 
Gnarly dude, a puff bar, Marley dude, all day like Rastafari. All dude. day like Rastafari. I thought Hope had three verses. I thought Hope had three solid verses on here, son. And I'm surprised uh, you like this so much because a lot of people to, did not it's like not this solid. To me, to me, it's not solid. I think these are fire verses. I think this is whole. You know, one thing about hip hop is hip hop. You rap, you show your skills, and then you rap about. Yes. It's, it's braggadocious, swag out. He did it three mm-hmm. verses of pure fire. I thought he, I thought whole rap to this beat, like he heard the production on here, and this is another whole whole vote to this because it's another beat up tempo, and he just jigger jigger yes. that. Yo, I thought that he nigga jazzed jigger. on this. Now, this maybe this you know what it is. Fire I wonder if, if niggas if niggas didn't like the hook. Maybe the hook was kind of cringy, but the bars were there. I can understand if someone says, you know what. I ain't really rocking with the hook too much, three and watts, but the verse, the bars are there, though. The hook, okay, fine. It looks like ancient Izzo. The ancient Izzo, you know, hook, I ain't too crazy about it in 2020, but in 2001, I loved it. So if I love this song, check it out, nigga, man. Um, next song, watch. You Don't Know, produced by Just Please, man. Listen, man, I know people give Kanye West all his props, as they should, but Just Blaze ain't far behind, man. Just Blaze was on one. This is one of my favorite Just Blaze beats, period. In the top five of all time in Just Blaze um, productions, man. All scars, we earn them. All cars, we learn them. Like the back of our hand. We watch for cops hopping out the back of vans. Wear a G on my chest. We don't need that but dad. Talk to me, Watson, man. You don't Can know, you man. Can you please explain to people? Can you please explain to people the significance <laughs> of how filled that line was? Back Listen, in the eighties, that was that guy. Shout out to Carl Nine. Shout out to Fubu and all that other day. Shout out to all the stars that had ill gear and all that. But in the eighties, Mike Tyson, your favorite people, was going to Dapper Dan to cop clothes. It's true or false, sir? A hundred percent true. I mean, um, this this is so okay. Let me just say this. This is the heart of the album, and this is the best part of the album. Where we're at now, this is where we get to a run of songs where holes yes. left earth. This next run we're about to Flash do shoes. is why the Blueprint is a classic album, because this next string of songs we're about to get into emphasize it. Mm-hmm. This beat is amazing. I thought Jay- Jay-Z's flow, Jay-Z's delivery, the clarity on how he says it, like to yes. me... This is Hove in his prime, prime lyrical bag. He's comfortable as an MC on this album, and he's using different flows. He's actually rhyming. He's so confident with his lyricism at this point that he basically changes up the way he's rhyming in his flow based on based on the beat. Because you can tell because he's he's rhyming different. Listen, the way he's rhyming is completely different than how he rhymed on Jigga Jigga that nigga Jigga, and man he. Like the the lyrics she was reciting, oh, it's it's a quotable. This whole listen, man. Holmes, Holmes when is a body. Said, I tell you the difference between me and them. They're trying to get they ones. I'm trying to get them M's. One million, two million, three million, four in just five years. Forty million more. The so nigga said, "You are now looking at one smart black boy." That line, just the way he said that shit, was ill to me, son. I'm a hustler, baby. I sell water to a whale. Flossy talk from home, styling on cat's home, docious home, was all over. You don't know. 
singles weren't his best songs. They weren't. Songs like this are shitting on H to Izzo, are shitting on Girls, 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 in my opinion, man. I love You Don't Know. Love this song, man. Um, Next song, Watts. Hola, Vito! Produced by Timberland. Talk to you, man. I love this song, too. Holla at me. This, this is another example of how Hove was in his prime because he rapped to the beat. Timberland gave him a sick beat. Like yep. a yep. just just production value wise, this is an amazing and incredible beat. And then to hear how Hove rapped on it, like you can tell the way you can tell on this album, Hove rapped like he truly believed I'm the best rapper alive. Yes, you can Agreed. tell. Well said. He's mm-hmm. rapping because the way what he's saying. The way he's doing it, it's like, yo, I've been rap- This is my sixth album in a row. Jigga held you- well, we'll get to Jigga held you down six summers in a second. Six summers. <laughs> uh, on this album, Jay-Z says the controversial line that Nas tried to get at him on Ether. He says, if I'm not better than Big, I'm the closest I'm one. I'm the closest and one. It's a memorable opening line because that gives you the sense of how good is how Hove was feeling himself. Like he basically, if you say if I'm not better than Big, I'm the closest one. So he's basically saying I am better than Big, but if you don't think I'm better than Big, I'm the closest one. To that's him. a fact. So, so Wait, that's a really like, That's exactly, that sir, sir. That's exactly what Hove meant when he said that. Without saying saying so many words, I know that. I know between that. the lines on that one here? Shitting me? This is come on, man. This is great production from Timberland. Great rhyming MCing MCing ability from Jay Z. And I think he doesn't get a lot of love for the shit that he says on somebody on his joint, man. I ball for real. Y'all niggas is Sam Bowie and with the third pick, I make the herb sick. MJ, him J fadeaway perfect. I rhyme sicker than every rhyme spitter. Any crime nigga that rhyme with touch a mic because my mind's quicker? Yeah, you shining, but the only thing you leaving out, you're a candle in the sun. That shit don't even out. Three verses on this on this on this joint, Watts. Nah motherfuckers. Y'all motherfuckers better run to the post office to get a job, motherfuckers. Star motherfuckers, cause Jay's been the only one eating thus far so far, motherfuckers. Nah, even though y'all hate I love y'all motherfuckers. Spread the phone, y'all, all my motherfuckers. Yo, Jay was on one on this song, B. He was rapping. Like you said, he's that nigga. I, 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 in 2001, like you said, listening to his bars on a lot of these joints and revisiting this shit, watch, he's basically saying, I'm the illest nigga. F everybody. I'm that dude. Whether you want to believe it or not, he felt that way. You know what I mean? Um, Next song, my G. Woo. Heart of the City, produced by Kanye West. Talk to me, man. First, the Fat Boys break up. First, the Fat Boys break up. Once again, Hove acknowledging 80s hip hop. talk. Because you, you, you never talk. hear him it. talk about it. In, you never hear him talk about it in interviews. King, you know, he shows love the King, though. He shows love the your man King, when though. You, hold on, hold on. I would say this. I would say, hold on. One thing you and you and Hove got in common is y'all love for Kane, though. That's one thing I know. Well, because we from Brooklyn, and if you from Brooklyn, you ain't like Kane. You ain't like hip hop. That's another <laughs> story. Um, this okay. So let me just say this: 
this is one of my favorite songs on this album. It's one of my favorite produced okay. songs on this I'm album. Again. And I'm going to say this. My- Kanye West, when Kanye West was an aspiring producer and wanted to make his name as an in-house producer for Rockefeller, he gave Jay-Z incredible, incredible heat. Kanye West in, two, in 2001, matter of fact, Kanye West in 2000, 2001, and 2002 gave some of his greatest production away. He gave it to Bean. Let me ask you a second. Gave it to, was Ye in that era right there, you're talking about 2001 and all that, doing this album, the B album, going to the B album and everything with Common, was he top three already around this, get, get on his way to top three producers of all time? At this time, he was not top three. By the time he got to beat the B album, he was he was the top producer. By 05, he was the number one producer. At this time, you didn't know yet because remember, Just Blaze was still a big name. Timberland was Just still Blaze a big was name. Shit, and when he Just gave, Blaze was running gave, shit. You're right. You're right. And when he gave the beat, the, the beat to the truth, you just saw his name, but he, you didn't know. That it, you just saw the name Kanye West, you didn't know it was right. he was going to end up right. being Kanye West, and he he did the same right. thing with with um with Tyler Kweli when he gave him Get By yes and uh, Gorilla, Mo- Gorilla Monsoon Jesus rap Christ, yeah. like he was mm-hmm. he was giving away fire beats. Kanye West's and Jay Z, let me be. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take it here. This is really gonna fuck you up. Their chemistry, to me is as good as Primo and Nas. That's how... That's how, um, that's how um, I, can, I, can, I can see why you say that. I can see why you say that. That's how I... Because... Well, listen, the, the, they did an album. Once they watch a throne, listen, no matter how I feel about watching watch a throne, there was still cohesiveness between the two. Still there, regardless. You know what I mean? So, so I would so, agree with that. So the, the, the sample... The, the, the sample's fire. The, the, the beat's fire. I think whole... Hove is so sure of himself as an MC. I love every aspect of this song, man. Let me tell you how dope this song is. This song is so dope. K Slay had to play it. And K Slay was dissing Jay Z all the time, but he was like, yo, man. He was riding with Nas. He was riding with Nas. Like you said, K Slay was riding with Nas. Let's keep it real. He was. You cannot, you cannot deny how dope this song is. Ain't no love in the heart of this city. Hove just listen, man. Hove bought it, man. Listen, man. Young as ice grilling me. Oh, you're not feeling me? Fine. It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. Look, I'm on my grind, cousin. Ain't got time for fronting. Sensitive thugs. They all need hugs. Now we talk about the people joining the, the, that line. Also, is synonymous in hip hop history. Sensitive thugs, y'all all need hugs. Like that line right there was. We, we say that line to this day. I still say that that line. You know what I mean? Um, bird ass niggas. I don't mean to ruffle y'all. I know you're waiting in the wing, but I'm just doing my thing. It feel like when he said that line, it felt like he wasn't talking about fifty, but he knew people was coming. Cause he goes, bird ass niggas. I don't mean to ruffle y'all. I know you're waiting in the wing, but I'm just doing my thing. So when he says waiting in the wing, the first person that comes to my mind now in 2020 was fifty. It was fifty because he was coming. You know, even though it's 2001, two days later, here come Curtis Jackson, man. Um, I thought I told you, cats, I'm not a rapper. Can I live? I told you in 96 that I came to hold this shit, and I did. Handle my biz, I scramble like Randall with his Cunningham. But the only thing running is numbers, fam. 
Check out you dial six summits. Where's the love? Where's the love? Bars right there is crazy. Yo, that's yo, a fire yo, mic version yo. right there, B. Yo, fire mic version. Yo, Jigga held you down six summers. Where's the love? Where's the love? You know that's never left me. That that phrase. That's never left everything me. Everything you right. said, it 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 stayed with me. You know when I referred to Drake as ten summers, now he's twelve summers. That's because oh. it's because. It's because Jay said she could have you down six summers. Where's the love? Where's like, the love? This is a was he lying or not? This is was this, he lying This on? is what no, oh, no, 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 he wasn't. This is one of my favorite songs on this album. This the 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 rapping. Well, hold on. The kind well, of production. Well, can 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 we can we respect on? Can we respect the football line though? Handle my biz. I scramble like Randall with his. Cunningham, Am but I, the only thing one is numbers fail. Numbers fail. How do I feel about sports references, period, in hip-hop? That's why you love Old Red, man. I <laughs> matter, all right? That's why you love Old Red. All right. That's, that's our era, man. Come on, that's our era, man. Hold is era, a man. sports fan, too. That's another thing. Hold is like, a sports fan. He's just fan like me. Like me. So no he just, when people interview him, they don't, they're, they're in so much awe. That they just can't get past right. his success, but the dude right. likes sports. He's a he's a hip hop historian. Mm-hmm. You just gotta talk to him about it. He likes battle rap. You just gotta talk to him about it, yep. and not be in awe of him. But yeah, this song it's is amazing. This is an immaculate song. This is this is a top ten Jay Z song of all time. Wow, I'm not mad at that. Wow, you going there with it? Okay. Um, next song, watch Never Change, produced by Kanye West. Um, very soulful by Mr. West. I love the hook. Um, no matter how successful he got, Hove is saying he's never changed. He's too stuck in his ways. I love Hove's last verse. The streets robbed me. Wasn't educated, probably. But fuck y'all. I needed money for Atari. Was so young. My big sisters are playing with Barbies. I love this song, Never Change, man. Talk to talk me, man. Never Change, man. Very soulful joint. Never Change. Never Change. Never change. Never Change, Never Change is my favorite song on this album. It is my favorite. It is the song that I like more than any song on this album. This is a top five Jay-Z song of all time. Of all time. This is just me, my personal opinion on it. This song is perfect. It is a perfect hip-hop song. First of all, production-wise, flawless. Flawlessly produced by Jay Kudda. Flawlessly produced by the Jesus is King guy, Kanye West. I mean, the fact that he got these fire beats from Just Bleezy and Kanye West is Mm -hmm. just amazing because, you know, but I never change. This is always me. Yo, yo, I, this is I, just, I love this song. There's not enough words for me to describe how much I love this song. I already told you it is a top five Jay-Z song. Listen to me, of all time to me. When I make my Jay-Z playlist, this song is one of the first songs I put up there. It is a phenomenal song. The, the soul, the soul. The soul for Kanye. Come on, man. Listen, let's, let's get on. I got to get Kanye's props on this, though. I felt back, and this, by 2001, he brought a lot of soulfulness back to hip-hop or made it, or, or, or spearheaded it, I should say, 
spearheaded that movement in the soulful yo, type yo, of um, production and everything. The skins robbed me. Wasn't educated probably. But fuck that. I needed money for it. I needed money for a tar. That's my error. Explain that, man. That's our error, man. That's our error, man. (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, Next on my G, Song Cry, produced by Just Blaze. Another soulful beat. Gotta make the song cry. Good dude. I know you love me like cooked food. Grown man talk on this track. Hope doing a lot of reminiscing on this joint, man. Talk to me, Watts, man. Song Cry, my G. So this was the last video that he shot. So remember what we mm-hmm. said? We said all the songs that he shot videos for and, and, and made as singles, they were not the best songs on this album. So the songs no, he released were H to the Izzo, Girls, Girls, Jigga That Nigga, and, uh, and, song, and cry. song Cry. And that and that's not a great reflection of this album because as you hear us talking about it, we we clearly let you know what the best songs are. But uh, this song was good. Let me tell you what this song was good for, Three. It was good for, for BET Rap City to be on there every day. It was. For him to, to, was. to do a song like Because it, it, it was a smart song. It was a smart song for him to do. Yes. yes. It made sense. It was a smart song for him to do. Agreed. It made sense. Um, next song, my G, All I Need, produced by Bink. Showing love to his crew, saying Rockefeller is the best crew, in my opinion, the way he was talking on here. All I need is a love for my crew. The whole industry can hate me. I dug my way through. Now run along with your little ass hits. Read my rap sheet. Three classics. Shut your bumba. I got A-Rod numbers. All you mother skunks get buried in the trunk. Talk to me, watch fan. All that I need produced by Bink, man. This wasn't one of my favorite songs, but it, it by no means was it whack at all. It wasn't. This is, I would say, a solid one. song. Jiggle on his braggadocious stuff, giving love to his crew. Uh, so this is, to me, a solid song, not one of the go-to standout songs on this album. All right. Next song, Watts, I'm going to let you set this song because I got a lot of bars that I want to say. I'm going to let you go first on this one. Track 12, Renegade, featuring Eminem, produced by Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers. Talk to me. Been had a white face, been had a white fan base before the signing of Marshall. Eminem, Jadakiss voice, Kev. So when Jay-Z wanted a song produced by Eminem, because you're, you're someone who says you're not a fan of Eminem's production, right? Right, you've been on record to I, say you're no, not really a fan of Eminem's production. No, 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 not every, not every beat. Towards the end, not as early, not the early stages when he started doing beats. Towards like relapse and all that shit. Yeah, though. Make sure I throw that out there. Yeah. Eminem produced this song. Can we acknowledge that? That Eminem is the producer of this song. Produced by Eminem. Is that acknowledged? Produced by Eminem, of course. Dog, I said produced by Eminem. Marshall Mathers. Okay. Do you agree that this is a dope production from Eminem? Will you say that? Phenomenal beat. Phenomenal beat. Dope okay. beat. Phenomenal beat produced by Marshall Mathers, right? This song... Nigga, I just said that! Is, <laughs> we we, 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 we want to acknowledge that first. Now, okay, let's, yeah, acknowledge, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's acknowledge right. the origins of this song so people know what they're listening to. The original song was a song with Eminem and Voice the Five Nine, aka Nicki Minaj. That's the original song. So if you want to go on YouTube, 
You can listen to the original version. It's the same beat. It's the same verses by Eminem. It just has voice verses on it. So when Hov reached out, was like, yo, I want to do something with you. Unbeknownst to us, Eminem took Royce off and gave him the completed produced song in two verses. That's what he gave Jay-Z. And then Jay-Z added... Stay right there, stay right there. Let me tell you why I need you to stay right there. Because you just highlighted to the public now that this song was supposed to be a Royce the Five Nine song. Check. Also, number two check that you said is that Eminem gave this song the whole with two what? Two verses. Can you slow two that verses. down again? Two and verses. Already verse. done. Slow that down. Right. Slow that down and you can see the voice because guess what? That's the reason why I'm, I have a lot to say. But well, continue though. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Continue. So, so, so Eminem. By the way, you're gonna you're gonna defeat your own argument by what you by what you think you're gonna do, but. He gave him a, the song was two verses completed. Did not change anything because Eminem was clearly comfortable with what he did. So the, here you have Renegade. I guess the only thing they changed was the uh, they didn't change nothing. Joe <laughs> just added two verses to it. Um. So here's the lore, the hip hop lore of all of this. On the song Ether, Nas said, "And Eminem murdered you on your own shit." And everybody Ball. ran with it. So what? Ball. So what I will do? So, so what I will do is I will I, I will say three. Now that I set up the song, the floor is yours. <laughs> well, first of all, can we acknowledge that? How come this song does not get recognition when they do collaboration joints? So watch. Is it up there when people do collaborations? Like they'll say Brooklyn Finest, and they'll go to Dwick or Headbang and shit like that. But you know, um, we gonna make it and stuff like that. Is, is this song sitting at the table with them kind of joints? Cause Jay Z and Eminem are mega, mega superstars. We've only seen them perform at once. That's when they was on the on the, the the rooftop of the David Letterman show. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You no, know, they did it there, mm-hmm. and they did it when he opened Yankee Stadium. The Yankee, Stadium. Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Those are the two mm-hmm. times they've done it, and you know. If they would just perform it more, people would look at it like it's the greatest song ever because they're two of the greatest MCs. Now, they just don't they don't perform it enough. Now, let's get into the mixed potatoes here, man. Jay-Z sets this off, obviously. Motherfuckers say that I'm foolish. I only talk about jewels. Do you fools listen to music or just skim through it? See, I'm influenced by the ghetto you ruined. The same dude you gave nothing I made something doing. I penetrate pop culture, bring them a lot closer to the block where they pop toasters and live with their moms. No, he's not around. Now, how that sounds? You jot it down. I bring it through the ghetto without writing around, hiding down, ducking strays from frustrated youths sticking, stuck in their ways. I just read a magazine that fucked up my day. And then I thought Jay-Z had a solid, dope first verse. And then obviously the way Eminem, listen, the way Eminem entered with his verse was so ill, man. I think that's where he slept on a lot in hip-hop when the second person's coming to drop their verse watch and they just bless the way they come into it with, 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 with the spit and everything. Since I'm in a position to talk to these kids and they listen, I ain't no politician, but I kick it with them for a minute. And then when M, M goes, now who's the king of these rude, ludicrous, lucrative lyrics who can't inherit the title? Like, that nigga's wordplay 
that nigga Eminem's wordplay is is five mics. I, I say that. You mean the lyrical miracle? You mean the lyrical? You mean the lyrical miracle yeah, rapidly rapidly rap that he did? Because that's what he did during that during that time. Yes. That's what he's doing. Eminem, big listen. Eminem, big pun, and Biggie Smalls are first team wordplay niggas in me. Like them three niggas there are wordplay gods, in my opinion, man. You know what I mean? Um, Eminem also, and I ain't got nothing to do but make you look stupid as parents. You fucking do get this too bad. You can't do get as marriage. Like that nigga's wordplay is ridiculous, man. But then here we, here we, here we, here we, it gets interesting for me. Watch. I'll say Hove and, and Eminem. It, I think there's a tie. We had a better verse between both of those cats on the first verse, right? But on the second verse, Watts, I thought Hove spit one of his best verses on this whole goddamn album. I had to hustle back to the wall, ashy knuckles, pockets full without a lot of lint, not a cent, got a vent, a lot of innocent lives lost on the project bench. What you hollering? Got to pay rent, bring dollars in, buy the bodega, iron under my coat, feeling braver, do-rag, wrapping my waist up, pockets full of hope. Do not step to me. I'm awkward. I box lefty. And often my pops lefty, and often my mama was at home, could not stress to me. I wasn't grown. Especially on nights, I brought something home to quiet the stomach grumblings. What? Nigga, are you fucking kidding? Dogs, you not feeling that verse? Fire verse. That is crazy. And then Eminem came back, and I thought Eminem dropped an okay verse, the second verse. What are you talking about? See, I'm a poet to some regular modern-day Shakespeare. Jesus Christ, the king of these latter-day saints here, shattered the picture as bad as they paint me. And he's talking about Christians taking baths with Catholics. Nas, you lose me when you say Eminem killed this nigga on the verse. I don't think this nigga killed. I thought no one got killed, in my opinion. But that's all I got. What you got? He did not get killed, Nas. Sorry. That's a lie. Okay, I just I wanted to set it up, man. I, I, I talked about it. I, I broke it. We, we broke this song was thoroughly broken down. I talked about the origin of the song. How M gave him two completed verses. This is a great produced song. Great collaborations from two great MCs. Yes. Um, yes, definitely. I'm someone who believes that when you have two MCs in their prime, or you have two great MCs and they get together, you make a great song. So, for example, not to diss Rick Ross. But Devil in the Blue Dress with him and Jay Z don't don't do it for me. Doesn't move my hip hop. It's, it's, it's not. It's not. A, you know what I'm saying? It's not a crazy song to me. It's, it, it's okay, but is it crazy? Crazy? It's not Renegade crazy. No, it's not Rampage, EPMD, so, LL Cool J. No, it's none of that. So to me, when you get big artists who are like big time artists or great artists in their field, and then they collaborate, you want to hear some earth shattering great stuff. This is like, like the what? Like the what? Big the man, right? Like the what? With Big Mac, that's earth shattering. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, that was Biggie's first album, so it would like if it, if they did a song in like '96 or '97 before Big Pass, it would have been different. I'm just right. talking about the fact right. that M and J, and J were established superstars by this time, and they came mm-hmm. together and they didn't disappoint. An- another right. thing to highlight: this is very important. This is the only feature on the album yes. from another rapper. Right. That's right. this is the only feature. No, listen, this one. no beans. No bleak, no freeway, nobody, no Mary J. Blige, no Ja Rule, none of that. You know what I mean? Can we agree five mic song no watch? 
Absolutely. All right. Next song, watch Mama Loves Me, produced by Bink. Well, Bink gets two of these beats on here. Um, hope just talking from his <laughs> yo, heart. Yo, yo, huh? yo. Bink got three product, three produced songs on this album, man. Oh, oh, that's dope. Are we I mean, that's undervaluing dope. Bink? Are, are we not? Yes, you know why? Listen, Bink was listen. Hope was rocking with Bink before Just Blaze, before Kanye West. Let's be clear on that. Let's be clear. No, I, I I see, but I'm just like, how come we never? Me and you never talk about Bink. Why not? And shame on us because I think Bink is one of those guys that go under the radar. I think there's a lot of guys, other producers that we when I and one day we should do a show on that. Guys, producers who go under the radar. It's, it's safe to say Primo, P Rock, Doctor Dre, Daz, and Eric Sermon and stuff like that. It's easy for us to go in that bag, watch, right? But then you got the guys that. No, the no IDs of the world, right? The Binks of the world, like those brothers right there, to me are ill producers, right? So it's like, why don't we talk about Bink as much as we should? I don't. I, that's a very good question. I think one thing you and I highlighted on this show a lot is our love for Havoc. I mean, the I, I don't, I'm not saying Havoc is under the Bink. I think Havoc is right there with Primo and Primo and Pete Rock and them niggas and all that. But I'm just saying, listen, man, we should give Bink his, his flowers. If you and I did, okay, no doubt. I, did I, a deep listen, dive. You, if you oh, and I did a deep dive, it's a. So, hmm? No, you know I'm someone who loves giving Ron Browser's props. Like you know I right. love doing that. Right. So I, I, I have no problems if we do deep dives into guys like Buck Wow, Bink, Ron Browser. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Les. Mm-hmm. Les. Yeah. That, that those guys right there fall into that category to me, man. Um, but back to Mama Loves You, man. I thought Hov was talking from his heart, how he got into hustling and rapping. You know, it's, Pop it's, Steven and Mickey fed him. Introspective, Hov. Introspective. Introspective, Hov. This is the most introspective song on this album. Let's be clear on that. I'm glad you went that back. Introspective, Hov. Very much so, man. I like what Hov was talking about, how he struggled getting his record deal. You know, Kitchen Table, that's where I hold my skills. Jazz made me believe this shit was real. Labels turned me down, couldn't foresee. Clark saw me out, didn't believe. Primo laced me. Ski did it too. Reasonable doubt, classic. Should have went triple. Talk to me, wise about Mama, Mama loves you, man. Love this song. Um, introspect, introspective, introspection. You know, I I always look for those songs because that means a lot to you. I yes. love yes. that he acknowledged that. I love that he acknowledged Ski, another producer. Yes. I, I I love that he acknowledged that. I love when Hove talks, right? And he really, like people just think Hove has always been Hove. No, he wasn't Hove. There was a time he was Jay Z, the rapper, who yep. was trying to make it in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? He he was on the grind, opening for people, doing free shows, getting on any collaboration he could get at people. Do not know he went through a period where he had to work his way up to get to where he was. It didn't happen overnight for him. Yep. This was years in the making. Almost a decade to get to, by 2001, this was a 10 years of hip-hop pain Jay-Z put in. And when he gives you his introspection, he you breaks it down and, and tells you. Yeah. You know what's ill, though? When you and I talk about Nas and Jay-Z, right, and we highlight Reasonable Doubt or even highlight Illmatic, 
one thing that we always talk about is both as as classic as those albums are to us in the culture, they didn't really do nothing sales wise. If you want to go in the sales bag, both those albums did not sell nothing. You dig what I'm saying? No. Like Method Man's the cow sold more records than Reasonable Doubt, Reasonable Doubt, and um, Illmatic when when, he, when Meth dropped. Everyone and ran to the store. Big, to and and the Method Man was a bigger star than both of them. He was a bigger a rap star a than both of them. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, next song, Watts, Lyrical Exercise, produced by Just Blaze, man. Love this beat, man. The overweight champion this? of Flowers, leading the league in six statistical categories. Best flow, most consistent, really stories, most charisma. And I said the most trends, and I got the best interviews. Holla! Talk to me, Watts, man. Lyrical Exercise, man. This is one of the best songs on the album to me. This song is why. This song is why. It's it's like I want to co MVP Just Blaze and Kanye West on this for the production. Just Blaze got breathe easy. He got you don't know. He and he got he got girls 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 and he got song cry. And Kanye West has four songs, so it's a. I might have to co-MVP them out. And the reason why, Breathe Easy is a phenomenal produced song by Just Blaze. The mixtapes got this instrumental and went crazy. This was also a song where Jay-Z wanted to show everybody, I'm just better at rapping than everybody else. This is one of my favorite songs on the album. It's a hidden song. It just comes on (laughs) after the last song. Just like the song after it, the Girls, Girls, Girls remix, produced by Jay Chitta. But um, I don't even talk about that song. But but this song, I'm this far song, being hard. The best I'm song. far from being God, but I work goddamn hard. Yeah, that whole yeah, at Jay Z. This is this is one of my favorite songs on the album. One of my favorite produced songs on the album. Yeah. How many might you give in the Blueprint one, man? Let's let's go there, man. This is a top three Jay-Z album of all time to me. Top three. So it's Reasonable Doubt, it's The Blueprint, and it's The Black Album. Those are the three greatest Jay-Z albums to me. And I will jump out the window and say the cohesiveness, the way Jay-Z rapped over every song, this song is a classic original source Five Mike album. Mm. Mm. I would concur, and just like we gave Marv D infamous five mics, just like we gave Raekwon five mics, just like we gave any a lot of projects we revisited, Snoop and everything like that, right? Reasonable Doubt, we also did that. I think I gave it five, you gave four and a half. I don't forget. Anyway, I agree with everything Watson said. This is a five mic album. It just made me revisit to, and I, lo- I love revisiting these albums with Watson, man, because obviously you don't forget, but then when you go back and, and have to really dig your mind and soul to these songs, in 2001, I mean, I think Watson said this early in the show, he Hope might have been the MVP in 2001. He might have literally been the MVP in 2001, like no doubt about that. Like, I mean, Watson might have gave Benny 2018 and special 2019. Like, respectfully, those guys were the MVPs of those two years. I would go on record. I would have Hove, man. Like, this is a very dope album, a uh, very soulful um, production and it seemed like all the producers won one accord. It, it felt like 
you could have said one producer did the whole album, but Kanye, Just Blaze, Bink. I mean, Timberland had one beat, but those guys, and, and like we said earlier, Kanye and Just Blaze, man, those two guys spearheaded this album a lot. If you want to say Kanye West won, Just Blaze B, 1A, 1B, however you want to flip it, cool. But there's, those guys and the vision that Hove had for this album, his bars were there on every song. We highlighted one collaboration song, just Eminem, just to be on on this on this um project. Yeah, man, I got this as a five mic album once, man. So you know, y'all know the vibes already, man. Jay Z Blueprint One. All right, watch. Appreciation time, man. We are going to California, West Coast. We're going to South Central LA, to be in fact, man. That's what we're going to South Central LA. Um, a lot of times on this show, you might have heard me and Watson. Anytime this gentleman's name has been brought up in conversation, I can't revisit now where me and Watts had this individual in our 90s list. But if memory serves me right, he was very high on the list in the 90s for us. Um, I know sometimes you West Coast brothers don't like when we go in this bag and say we had him over Tupac. That's not a disrespect to Tupac's name when we say that. And I guess when we have this conversation about this individual, we'll get into the meats and potatoes of why we feel that way. Watch, I say Ice Cube, my G. You say what, brother? I'm going to say what you alluded to. Me and you both rank Ice Cube over Tupac. And when, and, and to a lot of people, man, they that that just boggles. They, they can't understand it. You know what I'm saying? But I think people need to, if you're our age and was really there at the beginning, okay, so let's just say this, before there was Tupac. So you got to understand we were listening to Ice Cube first. And then you have to understand that when Tupac was putting out music, Ice Cube was already a top superstar in the hip-hop game doing the same kind of music Pac was doing. Addressing social issues, talking about racism, talking what? about uh, injustice. So wait, wait, can you stay right there for a second? Can, can you stay right there for a second, Watts? I'm going to cut you up. And, and I say this respectfully, and I want to say this to the common boys. And Watts, I'm asking you this also, brother. Why is it that people, when they go there, and I'm not trying to make this ice cream versus Tupac, I'm not doing that. We're not doing that. This is no disrespect. We're not doing that show. What I'm asking for you to explain to me, help me out is everything you said about political views before Tupac, right? Why is it people, when they go into people who, who spoke for injustice in black people, who spoke about police brutality, who spoke on behalf of, of our people, when they go into the West Coast bag of it, because we're going to Chuck D for the East Coast, right, in New York, but when they go to the West Coast, they go Tupac first over Q. That, that, that I don't know why they do that, because hip-hop didn't start in the 90s. Cube's story starts in the 80s with groundbreaking hip-hop classic albums. So Cube was literally spearheaded two certified classic albums before Pac even dropped. So it was, it's really hard in my mind to have elevated Pac while he was alive over Cube. Because throughout the duration of Pac's life, Cube never stopped making music, and it was basically his. That was the prime of Cube's rap career. Now, this is no, like you said, this is no disrespect to Pac. Pac work ethic, Pac's body of work. But then I'm gonna say this too. 
Cube was doing movies too, man. Just yep. as classic, yeah. if not more classic. While he was putting out five Mike albums. I mean, while he was writing for artists, while he was writing for niggas in his crew. So, so, so <laughs> that's something that cannot be swept under the rug. No, you, you can't sweep it under the rug. So, let me just say this, man. So, Ice Cube, I consider the, my greatest West Coast MC is just in terms of impact, right? Ice Cube, Dre, Snoop, in terms of just the impact right. on how they, right. how they, how they get, were bigger than just only the West Coast. They basically took over the world. But the thing about Cube is, I think a guy like Cube does not get the respect he deserves because to a, to a whole generation of people, like our children's age, our kids' age, he was just a guy on TV and on movies. So they didn't understand that they're looking at a guy who was a groundbreaking MC, who yep. had the government hating his music, had them banning his shows. It, it was him first. So let's get to, uh, let's just talk about to highlight a couple of things on why I Cube think, is, is a good to us. Before, before you go there, I think we have to really start on his NWA era because that's where I think we learned about his journey first was him being with Dre, Ren, yelling Easy e right? And for us in, in, as New York cats, I'll let you get into this in a minute, but in the early eras, those are the first guys that I felt, for, for me being a New York guy, listening to New York hip-hop, those are the first guys I saw the Jerry Curls and everything was NWA, right? And to me, if I'm going off voice box, like for me, son, like the Rock Kims of the world, Prodigy of the world, Chuck D's of the world, right? Those brothers' voices, when they rap to me, watch, it stood out, it sounded very rough. And like a, like, a, like a real man is talking to me as a young guy coming up listening to hip-hop. And I throw Ice Cube in that category also. No shade to Dre, Yella, um, or well, really ran easy and 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 um Cube was the was the was the was the um you know guys in the front for NWA, but to learn that Ice Cube was a writing for Easy E and Dre, what that meant? What, what did that say to about Ice Cube though? Him being a ghostwriter for guys in his crew though. It first of all, he was in his teens when he did this. What Ice Cube did on Straight Outta Compton is a legendary. First of all, he was his own rapper. He wrote yep. Eazy-E's lyrics off of the album, and he wrote some of Dre's lyrics. Yep, that's I mean, crazy. you've got to give him so much credit for this. As much, as much credit as you want to give Dre's production for Strand of the Compton, you have to give Ice Cube equal the amount yes. of credit. Yes. You can't that's, give him a less amount. He was the nope. writer. 50, 50. The words we heard. 50, 50. Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. From the gang called Cube. niggas with attitude. From the gang called niggas with attitude. Come on, man. It was raw. It was raw. It was raw. It was It was raw. It was raw. It was raw. Like, I'm going to say this, that people don't, you're you going to have to give him credit for this. And this is when people, and, and the only reason why I'm using Pac, because this is what Pac gets credit for. But, man, Cube was, Cube was doing it first, man. Like, he was. The reason why people are pioneers, because when you do something first and you succeed at it, it's hard to take that away. While we always talk about Oscar Robinson and the triple doubles, because he did it first. While we yep. talk about Jackie Robinson, because yep. he was the first. Like, it, it counts when you are the first and you are a pioneer. 
this is what I said about Chuck D a second ago. When when I said about Chuck D, that's why I'm not surprised now. Looking at it, looking at it now in 2020, him Kane and um, Cube did burn Hollywood burn. If you think about it now, watch. Are we shocked that Kane? I mean, that Cube and Chuck D linked up to do a song together. Now that we think about it, not at all. Absolutely, and, 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 th- and think of the name of the song, Burn Hollywood Burn. Hollywood that is Burn. social commentary. That is activism. Yep. I mean, Cube did everything. He talked about black nationalism. He talked about pro-black stuff. He attacked, I remember there was this thing where these Korean owners uh, did something, and, and, the black, mm-hmm. and the black people burned the store down because uh, someone got killed right. in front of their store. But he talked about every social injustice that was going on in the black community during that time. He was talking about police violence, police brutality, everything that's going on today. Cube was rapping about that in 88, yep. 89, 90, 91. So it's like, to me and you and our mind, it really blows our mind how Cube is not looked upon as like the Mount Rushmore of hip-hop. It just, I, I, I'll never understand it. The man came to New York and got so much love after he was criticized when we thought, oh, y'all, J- y'all with Jerry Curls, that ain't the real hip-hop or whatever. He got he got criticized when he went, all right, now, I'm old, you know what, this is one thing I give Ice Cube always props on this, and this this has to be heard for the people that it is, man. For me, Watts, why I got so much respect for Cube, and you said something about Dr. Dre's production a second ago, right? You said you can't just give Dr. Dre all the love on the production because Ice Cube was helping the, the writing process, the writing aspect to put on those beats, right? Well, how about this? When he leaves NWA, talks on the street was he would not survive without Dr. Dre's production, and how that man survived and, 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 and fight and fought, you know and fought through that bullshit about people saying, "Oh, he's not going. The streets are not going to like him because he doesn't have the Dr. Dre beats anymore." And America's Most Wanted and Death Certificate are damn near four and a half, five mic albums, in my opinion, man. Like, Cube's run from NWA, Shannon Compton, to Death Certificate, Lethal Injection, man, was a mean run. And, and and just him talking about black people, I don't know how you felt about America's Most Wanted, man, but in 1990, that was a dope album, son. Dope album. Uh, I loved America's Most Wanted. I played America's Most Wanted religiously. I remember I was playing America's Most Wanted, Mama said, "Knock you out, like just back to back mm, all the yeah. time." Because that that summer yeah. of '90, yeah, I was I was I was really playing it. Um, so Cube, so the thing about Cube, which so people now you gotta respect since we just give an appreciation to Cube. Cube to me was amazing in Boys in the Hood. Not only did I think he was believable as Doughboy, I, I thought he he captured what West Coast life was about. Like, when yeah. I saw that movie, I was in of it like, man, this shit is brutal out there. You know, because I didn't know mm-hmm. anything about that that culture. You know, that's how, that, it wasn't like that out here. So Dude, see, can I say this? That it was just, Shout out to the West Coast. Yeah. I, I want to give the West Coast their flowers, though, man. They've had two hip-hop movies that's anonymous and showing us the three movies, really, that really showed us that West Coast culture, man. Boys in the Hood. Menace to society in South Central. Can we say South Central also? Yeah. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. But I think those two movies really, it's funny because we all live in America, but, man, that was life to them. I, to yeah. me, it was like, wow. Like, I just didn't know. 
that's how life was, man. And Cube, as a aspiring up and coming rapper, no DMX, you didn't do that in Belly. No Nas, you didn't do that in Belly. Simply <laughs> John Singleton, young brother, twenty four years old, young Ice Thanks. Cube, young Lawrence Fishburne made a phenomenal yeah. movie, a tragic movie. Cube ends up being killed at the end. They didn't show it. His boy ended up getting killed. I mean, it was just powerful. Now, my, now here's the thing. Think about how powerful that movie was. And then Cube makes two classic albums out. He has Straight Outta Compton. America's Most Wanted he and Death Certificate. He has, he has America's Most Wanted. And then the next year he goes into um, Death Certificate. So Which is five mics, in my I, opinion. Mind, in my mind... You know, not even Snoop is over Cube at this point. Like, you, how can you be? Nope. He had done not, too not, much. Listen, I'm going to say this right quick, real quick, real quick. I love Cube. I love Snoop. Pardon me. I love Snoop. But if we're going to go album-wise, besides, uh, listen, Doggy Style, okay, you can say I'll I put Doggy Style over Death Certificate and maybe America's Most Wanted, right? I would. But consistency, consistent albums-wise, I got Cube over Snoop on that, though. Cube, Cube, Cube laps him. Cube yes, he laps, laps him on that. Like, 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 Snoop did a whole verses and he act like Dogfather album never came out. He act like it didn't yeah. exist. But see, when we did our 80s list and 90s list, because in our 80s list, we ha- we acknowledge N.W.A., right? And then in the 90s, we had to acknowledge Ice Cube also as a solo artist. We had that. Like, he was high on our list. We, had, we know Cube, Ice Cube was that dude. Ice Cube introduced us to Yo-Yo. We didn't know who she was. Yes. You can't play with my Yo-Yo. Yes, I thought did. that was dope. Yes, you know how me and you always respect female MCs. We always. never not I love thought Yo-Yo. they should. I love Yo-Yo. We never not, we Yo-Yo, never not believe female MCs have no place in hip-hop like so many people nah, in the hip-hop nah, media nah, exactly who, who shit on females in hip-hop. Love Yo-Yo. Okay. Um, Shout out to Yo-Yo. Cube. Shout out to Boss. Shout out to Gene Gray, Lauren Light, Latifah, Moni Love. Come on, man. Salt Pepper, Vanessa Sinquist, Antoinette, man. Come on, man. Get it, though. So, so we, we highlighted three three Ice Cube albums, right, that were, that were, like, during his real rapping classic run. But what happened was Hollywood was banging on his door. So while he's writing mm-hmm. all these albums, he's also writing a screenplay to a movie called Friday, which – Catapult Chris Tucker into superstardom. And and mm-hmm. that, not only is that a five mic movie, so Ice Cube now. Tucker's alive. Ice Cube has Boys in the Hood and Friday. Two yeah. five mic movies and he has five mic albums. So it's like why is an Ice Cube looked at as if like a walking you know now, hold on. There's two, there, there's two ice cubes, though. You know, you know that, right? There's two ice cubes. There's Jerry Curl Ice Cube, right? And then there's Ballhead Ice Cube. Now, I go back to Jerry Curl Ice Cube. Like, I, like dead homies. What's the other joint he had? Um, Jacket for Beats? Yo, let me tell you why I know Cube was that nigga. When he did Jacket for Beats, my nigga, he's rapping up um, EPMD and all that. He's The shit he's listening to. Like, Cube, like, dogs, man. The respect that I have for Ice Cube, man, is that I, I give me that because I most want. It's a whole time. It's Jack a full time Jack move. Jack move. 
Chili, 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 chili. Yo, 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 I, yo, I remember buying, yo, I remember buying that EP, Kill That Will. I bought that, like, with, with hype. Kill That Will. Like, I was yes. hyped to will. buy that EP. Yeah. Okay? Yep. So, That's when he had the gun in his hand. So, yeah. Um, yep. So, just, just, so, to a lot of people, Cube, now, let me tell you where I thought Cube went too far with it. So, we talked about, you know, remember, okay, we also did a collaboration that I loved, Das Effects. A lot of y'all don't understand how how much I love Dr. Fred I love that joint. and the impact they had on hip hop. Y'all be trying to play me, but I'll get back to how much or how I feel about Dr. Things. But you know, Cube did we'll a song record before you check yourself. That was a big song. So Cube, so basically from eighty eight yeah, to nineteen ninety five. I think you well, hold on before you go in it. We just can't gloss over death certificate though, man. I'm no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like, not glossing over steady Marvin. Robert giving up the nappy dugout, like we. Oh, 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 no, no. We did. Hold on, come on, We did a show on top. This is of all time, man. And let's be right clear here on this. Ice Cube's No Vaseline is one of the ill-timed dishes of all time. Son. No Vaseline is just raw, and I think Cube. I mean. Cube, I'm gonna say this though. Even though you beat NWA with that joint though, you did lose the common sense. But it's okay, Cube. You did lose the common in the bitch in you. I know it's appreciation, but I gotta keep it funky, Cube. You did. It's okay, Cube. You get appreciation. It's the ups and downs. So this is what he said. And your down was. This is what he said. Used to love her, mad cause I fucked her, pussy whip bitch with no common sense. You you thought you was gonna get that off on comment. You thought you could say nah, that comment was just going to get that vibe. <laughs> I love you, Cube. When you lost that comment, battle, comment, clearly, my comment took, comment, comment, comment took you apart and dissected you so much he did. that Mac 10 he even did, tried to did. fight him at the summit that Farrakhan yeah. had. Because that's so... Yeah, oh, he they did. stole! He did. They, he they did. so fucked up. Fat Joe, Joe tells that story. Fat Joe... The reason why I know that story is because Fat Joe tells that story. That, that, that y'all were burning over that song. That y'all was the Farrakhan summit. But the point I'm trying to make is, in the Ice Cube appreciation, it's insulting if you just focus on him as a rapper because he was more than a rapper. Right, right. The man had right, right. classic five mic movies. So no, but I'm only, I'm only focusing on the rapping part. Well, hold on, I'm focusing on the rapping part, right? Here's why. The generation of today, I don't think they, they lean towards Cube more to his movies than his music, and I think it's very important well, for us to highlight not understanding. that musically this, this, this nigga was really out here. not understanding. This is the thing that I'm trying to explain to them. Ice Cube was making these movies while he was making his five mic albums. He was doing five mic albums and five mic movies at the same time, and yeah, the man was in crazy. his early 20s. And he was in that's his crazy. early 20s doing Higher all learning. Like, this. Higher is, learning. This is incredible. Though. High Learning was a fire movie. I went to see High Learning. Mm-hmm. I went to yep, see Friday. I went to see Boys right. in the Hood. And at the same time, I'm buying all his music. This man yep. had a major, major impact on black entertainment That's in the fact. 90s. Like, That's like so, so when, so, and, and guess what? Tupac is alive when all of this was happening. Yep. So I wasn't thinking, yo, yep. yo, I just saw Juice. Which is a New York thing, and, and I, no, I'm like, yo, you know this, you know this Tupac took shots at a lot of people, right? You know this Tupac took a lot of shots at people, East Coast and the West Coast. He never took shots at Ice Cube, though. He never took a shot at Ice Cube, not one time. Okay, 
respect, so, the respect factor um, must have been there for Cube. So I wanted to, so I I just want to highlight a period of Ice Cube that didn't sit right with me. And even though it's appreciation, I have to talk about this period. West Side Connection. More than a big fan of the West Side Connection. I felt when Ice Cube got a West Side Connection with Dub C and Mac 10, that was he was anti New York hip hop. I personally felt. And listen, but Q, can I say something? I didn't didn't like that, Q, because let's be real. If you go back to NWA's Niggas for Life album, right? This is after, this is when it was just ran. And listen, shout out to MC Ren, who does not get, and that's Ice Cube appreciation. I feel MC Ren does not get a lot of props for him holding it down on that NWA Niggas for Life album. But let me say this. On that same album, there was an intro, there was a skit when they were saying, oh, you go to New York, suck in New York stick, right? Pause. So to me, Cube, the West Coast niggas felt like you was riding NY's jock so hard body, right? Because you was wearing New York shirts and interviews and NY hats and everything like that. But then for you, to, when you joined the West Side Connection in the midst of the East Coast, West Coast beef, I'm thinking to myself, well, damn, my nigga, you've been showing East Coast niggas so much love. What's really good? I just got to keep it real wise. I ain't trying to kill Cube, but that's how I felt. And that's and and that's how I felt. That whole that whole when he went there, especially during that East Coast West Coast beef. And to me, me and you know, it was never East Coast West Coast. It was New York. Stop saying East Coast. Y'all was going to New Yorkers. I hate when I hear people say East Coast West Coast. It was New York City, the five boroughs. So anyway, that period. When he was doing bow down and throwing up the West and all this kind of stuff, I'm like, wait a minute, you was just in the Apollo. We was loving yep. you with the bomb squad. Like you got yep. mad love. You got yep. the run DMs. Yep. Like what? Why, why are you? What's going on? I don't so, mean to be this guy. Hold go- on, come on, come on. I don't mean to be this guy, but there's two West Coast groups. There's two West Coast acts that was in New York City doing videos. Hard body man. Ice Cube in Cypress Hill. I got to keep it real. Y'all was in New York, hard body, doing y'all videos throughout New York City. I'm just saying. Get it, I'm just saying. I'm saying. So, so I'm just That's saying that, that period when Ice Cube was doing that, I was not really uh, a fan of that era of Ice Cube. But Ice Cube's NWA early solo career to me, has established him as an all-time great MC, And I just think people need to realize, you know, the way y'all talk about Kendrick. Like, okay, I'll give you a perfect example. I'm modern data. I don't rank Kendrick over Ice Cube in terms of West Coast hip-hop. I don't either. I don't but either see, because Kendrick is still... But think about this. I don't but either. think about this. Ice Cube, has none, Ice Cube has none of the accolades Kendrick Lamar has. Kendrick Moore has the Grammys. Kendrick Moore has the That's all like, the Kendrick Moore has all the hip-hop accolades. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I think also, to be fair now, Cube, and it's just being real, I think his music wasn't hitting as, like, all right, it's almost like 50 Cent. Like, he got out the game when the game got, you know, he got out of the game quickly in the sense of, I thought after Lethal Injection and a couple albums after that, the war, he had a double C, I think it was at the time. Like, his music wasn't really hitting that much like it did at one time. You get what I'm saying? So he got but away the from the music is, and focused but, but on the But the movies. point is, the music, he, the music he did wasn't acknowledged. It did not get the critical acclaim it deserved from the, from the, from the Grammys, the American music, all these white 
award shows that rappers live by today, that they will sell their soul to have a Grammy or a Billboard Award, all this garbage. Cube was doing all of that. Pro-black hip-hop. Knowledge hip-hop. You see this garbage? You trying to kick knowledge? You know, Cube was accused of being anti-Semitic because he would say some stuff about Jews, Jerry Heller. You know, it just, it's just. Because look at it. All right, look look at this watch. All right. He dropped, he dropped N.W.A., his solo, 1990, he drops America's Most Wanted. 91, Death Certificate. 92, Predator. 93, Lethal Injection. So for me, Watts, America's Most Wanted, Death Certificate. I bought the Predator and I bought Lethal Injection. And I bought, by War and Peace, and straight out of Compton, by 1998. Straight out of Compton. But come on. Right, but listen, straight out of Compton and kill our will. No, of course. And kill our will. Just kill our will and straight out of Compton. But I'm saying, listen, so from 98. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just saying this. By 98, when he did War and Peace, Volume 1 and Volume 2, that double CD, I really wasn't, like, I wasn't connected with you like that anymore. By 98. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. I wasn't either. And and listen, that's no, so what, though? You know what I'm saying? I look at it like, yes, that's I'm, not, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the, that's no cheap. No, no, keep it no, no I agree with you. I was not, by the time he got to War and Peace, I was not on it pause like that anymore. I didn't I didn't gravitate to his music that much by that era. But mm-hmm. the songs you just mentioned, Straight Out of Compton, America's Most Wanted, Kill At Will, The Predator, Lethal Injection, and there was one mm-hmm. more. But that six album run is is one is a is one of the greatest body of works. It's why I don't it's why I put nobody over him. On the West Coast, it was just—it was too impactful. I can't deny it. And and listen, well, I, can we can we can we not well, hold on? Can we, can we be clear? Also, I don't think it's just a coastal thing with us because we rock with Q. Period. You get what I'm saying? Like we, have a, we have a show. We just showed Ice Cube wild love over a lot of New York niggas. Let's be clear on that. We had Ice Cube high on our list in the '90s over a lot of New York cats. Let's be, you know what I'm saying? So we respect Ice Cube and know he went to the table music-wise and shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm glad yeah. you highlighted all his movies and everything he did and stuff like that. But I think it's very important for us to, to talk about Ice Cube the way we looked at him in our eyes and how we looked at him coming up, though. Because, listen, man, I, Ice Cube was one, he was one of those guys, man. He just was. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A couple of five mic albums on his belt and was in a legendary crew. In NWA, man. You know what I mean? So, are we going to acknowledge the lynch mob? Are we going to acknowledge that uh, his, yeah, his gonna, production um, produced, produced, produced G Rap's third album, To Live and Let Die? G Rap got the lynch mob jacket on? Of the lynch mob, though. No, no, nah, no. I wasn't it's fan not of that. Mob. I'm just saying we. I'm highlighting Cube's contribution. Right. And that was during right. that era. Yeah, yeah. Gotta give it up though, man. But that's what it is, man. Shout out to Ice Cube, man. Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? Appreciation, man. You know what I mean? Watch, man. Before we wrap it up here, let's talk a little hip hop, man. Um, recently, you and I were talking off air. You had acknowledged to me that Conway the Machines project is still in heavy rotation for you, and you might have bumped it up a mic a little bit the more you listen to it now. 
what are we, two weeks removed, two, three weeks removed from Conway dropping his project, and it's still in rotation for you, right? Absolutely. Um, the album is, it's it's impacting me so much that it's going to be very favorably talked about when we do our year-end talk. Um because I still currently listen to it, and, and, and every time I listen to it, I really love what I'm hearing. It's like I like it more and more. I'd give it a strong, I said I'd give it a strong, strong four mics to four and a half. It is now a solid four and a half to me, like solid four and a half mic album. Because I like, I told you, I like every song except the Freddie Gibbs song, like every song. So, oh, there you go. There you go. Dope, the bullshit again with kids. This is a dope, dope album. <laughs> um, is this all right? So, what are we doing now? We saying that because I've said throughout, you know, not to be a dead horse. I always felt that when I go into the Griselda Library of solo projects, and Conway, I know you think Reject Two is is one of your one of your favorite best projects. I don't agree with that. I think your project you just dropped a couple of weeks ago was a King's name. I think a King's. What's it called? Why it's a King's? Um, what's Conway's project name, bro? A King's. Um, hold on, here, man. What's Conway's? Let me get the right name, man. Give it just to a King's. Well, you know what's funny though, Watts. What are we gonna do at the end of the year with Conway? Because he dropped three projects. This was his best project. This was, but to me, this was better than Lula. And it was better than his album with uh, Big Ghost. Are we shocked that Lulu didn't hit as much as it should have, though, when you got Alchemist? What happened with that project? With Con- what do you think well, went wrong well, with Conway's Alchemist that's not talked about as it should I be? Think it, I, I, I think it did hit. I just think me and you, it didn't hit for me and you. I think it did hit. And, and I'll give you an example. The Nas album hit to everybody that I know. It didn't hit to me and I, you. Yo, dog, everybody that I'm going to be know, real with you. Love that album. I'll tweet out, I'll tweet out yo, you're still listening to Nas? And niggas like, yup, still all three of them, man. Fuck you. I'll be like, God damn. Niggas yeah, still so, listen. So, dogs. Wow. That's the beauty of hip hop, so though, right? That's just, that's just, that's just, you know, it, the, the Nas album didn't hit for me and you, but my God, when I tell you everybody else is just loving it, they are really loving that album. So, well, let me get the right name here. Um, Conway's album, because I get the right, it's from A King to a God. I keep forgetting that. A King to a God. Now, I always talk about West Side Guns, Fly Guard Project. I can go to Benny's, um, Tana Talk, if you want to go a friend of ours. I don't think that album that album gets talked about enough, neither here nor there. But from King to a God, I think that's that's Conway's best solo project, in my opinion. Um, and I love the fact that Conway is, is getting his just tool, man. I think he should drop more videos for some of these songs he has, you know, and and, and do that and stuff. And I know Watts, you're not big on West Side Gun, but he just recently dropped another project. Like, yo, those, one thing about Griselda, man, and I, and I worry sometimes with, with certain artists when they drop two, three projects a year, but that seems to be the norm now. Look at look at Ransom. Director's Cut 1, Director's Cut 2, Director's Cut 3. Is that the norm you think moving forward going into 20, 2021 where guys are going to give us two, three projects a year? I think Shane Norwood was on Instagram talking about She's about to drop another project. Like, everyone's doing that. That seems to be the wave. Graf dropped two projects this year. Boldy James dropped two projects this year. Well, I'm going to tell you how I feel about that. Um, 
I don't feel it's new. I just feel that because there's a different way to receive music that people that people get albums a lot. Like for example, when Papoose was doing his run, Papoose was doing like three to four mixtapes a year. But they right. were original songs with original production and they, like now they just to me they are calling mixtapes albums. That's 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 what they're doing. Yeah. Because that's kinda weird. Be original production. Like think about it's it. It's the same thing with freestyles. It's saying like freestyle, like if if we really go into the word freestyle, freestyle it's supposed to be off the top. But if I grab another, if I grab a mom beat beat and rap off it and don't give it a, if I don't drop a a record verse and give you a clean verse, they consider that a freestyle. When really it's not a freestyle because it's not off the top. So I think I so think I, I think rappers the have, I think one. rappers right. I think rappers have always put out l- large bodies of work, but because there was an ever we would physically just buy the mixtapes and then there might not be an album. Like, remember what Fab was doing? Fab was just putting out these mixtapes and, and yeah. no, with no album. And now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. the mixtapes are now albums. They just put it to iTunes, put it on the streaming service, and, and it's an album. So I, I think that's the, just the difference. Uh, Westside Gun also dropped his um, Sunshine, um, who made the Sunshine album. He just dropped that recently. And a lot of talk on social media yesterday and to well, the last two days since he dropped the project. Yes, two features with Slick Rick the Ruler. Um, and I got to be honest, y'all, don't kill me when I say this. I love Slick Rick. I don't think I have to acknowledge how much Slick Rick meant to me and Watson. But I'm not going to go crazy because it's Slick Rick. I heard the verses, and I didn't really go too crazy. He has a song, West Side Gun, Buster Rhymes, and Slick Rick, right? And I felt like Slick Rick's, he spit last. Like, I like West Side Gun's verse. I'll get on Buster Rhymes' verse in a second. But Slick Rick's verse did nothing for me, Watts. I think it was just like, okay, is it one of those things like, okay, as a rapper, you're happy to have a track with Slick Rick, but in your heart of hearts, you're overshadowed. You're you're overlooking the fact that the verse was not that great. You're just harping on because it's Slick Rick. Because of the name Slick Rick, yes, but the verse was yes, not that yes, great. Because, yes, the iconic nature of Slick Rick, and I think people get that confused with me too. They think that because if Slick Rick or <laughs> someone iconic from the eighties yeah, jumps like, on the song, and I'm supposed to nah, love, sir, like, sorry, this ain't this 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 ain't eighty eight, man. Like, nah, <laughs> no disrespect, sorry. but Slick Rick in twenty twenty doesn't motivate. Hey. Um, nah. Now nah. we got to get to Buster. We got to get to Buster. Please set it off for Buster, please. All right. Here's the thing. Now let's be clear on this, man. I hate when you niggas when when people say th- when y'all I make a comment about the '80s, '90s niggas, and some of you niggas try to tell me that I don't like this artist, and I'm thinking to myself, how the hell are you gonna tell me who I I don't like Buster Rhymes? Listen, man, I love Buster Rhymes. I wanted a few guys only watching knows this when I says this. Buster Rhymes' verse on What's Next meant the world to me. I got to be real, man. I used to play that verse on this is his verse. No disrespect to the other niggas, the leaders of the new school, but his verse, I mean, come on. Ride around like a Dungeon Dragon, Buster Rhymes. When me and Watson did appreciation for uh, Buster Rhymes three weeks ago, mind you, okay, before this verse dropped, we highlighted the coming, and we had to really do a, a deep dive like, hold up, man. Buster's first album to come in wasn't really that bad when you do the knowledge to it. But here's my thing. 
first of all, Bust, I want to say this. I'm tired of going to Instagram and hearing you talking about this album that people in the industry seem to co-sign, but none of us have heard a lot of joints, right? Now, I will also give Buster Rhymes his kudos on this. He does sound dope when he raps with Griselda, right? One thing about Buster, man, if you're nice, like he gravitated, like how he gravitated to Papoose, right? He gravitated now to Griselda, right? He has dope. Lando Lakes love Buster's verse on Lando Lakes, man. Love it. Sorry, Conway. I love Buster's verse on Lando Lakes. But when Buster goes into the drug-talking bag of cocaine, and he's talking about a plugs, and he's talking about he gets the white, he has more white than you, it's not my fault that my face cringe. I couldn't help it. It just cringed on its own watch. They had Buster Rhymes in 2020, rapper Gazelda talking about cocaine. Now, I know some of you guys are going to say, well, why can't Buster do it? If other rappers are doing it. Well, here's the thing. I'm not used to hearing Buster do that. I don't care about a Raekwon song that he had a couple years ago where you niggas want to hit me with a Raekwon song that he had talking about cocaine. I didn't like it then either, okay? Because that's not the Buster Rhymes case of the PTA, sob story, Buster Rhymes that I know. Everything remains raw, Buster Rhymes. First on uh, Flavor in Your Air, Buster Rhymes, okay? That's not the Buster Rhymes I'm used to. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, sorry. Buster Rhymes comes from the leaders of the new school, Tribe Called Quest, Jungle Brothers, era, Native Tongue era. So for me to have Buster Rhymes talk about cocaine bars in 2020 just because he's hanging around Griselda, I'm sorry. I cringe. The verse is dope. Don't get me wrong, Watts. I just cringe at the one line, and the one line, sir, was the cocaine bars. That's it. Uh, I agree. That's it. If you have a rapper, if you have a rapper, especially like Buster Rhymes, who has a 30-year history of rapping, and then all of a sudden in 2020, he's, he's Pablo Escobar. As dope as this sounds, it just, it, it just sounds out of place. As yeah. dope as it sounds, it sounds out of place. Here's the thing, Buster. Buster can rap. Buster's an ill MC. So you do not have to rap about Coke. You just don't. You're just a dope-ass MC. When Elzai does songs with them, does Elzai say, okay, let me turn into Pushy T? You don't got to turn into, because you're doing the song with Griselda, you do not have to turn into a drug dealer to rap with Griselda. You do not have to do that. You right. can just rap. Right. Banks raps with them. Banks does not turn into a drug dealer when he raps with them. He just punchlines you out. You know what I'm saying? So. What's your take on a Lil Wayne song? Uh, that song, I have to, li- I have to listen to that song more. I think Benny spit a solid to dope verse. I think I thought Wayne's verse was okay, but remember, <laughs> Wayne is not somebody that I hear, and I hear this, you know, I don't hear what people hear with Wayne. I absolutely, one hundred percent understand and recognize Wayne had a run where he ran hip hop. I know this. I acknowledge it. Wayne has never been my favorite rapper. Wayne has never been my favorite rapper. And when Wayne was doing that four-year run, I never thought he was the nicest MC at all. I never, <laughs> there was never a point in my life. I thought Wayne is the illest rhyme spitter. He's the best rapper I lot. I've never felt that way as an MC. You got to understand, when Wayne was in his run, that's what Slaughterhouse was for him. Slaughterhouse was put together during that run. 
So, right. you know, y'all, what, what did you want me to do? Say, oh, shit, Wayne makes better <laughs> hip-hop than anything I'm listening to. And I'm listening to this Lord House. It's not possible. But oh, so uh, Kendrick. Benny so, has a song. Early Kendrick. Benny, Benny, Benny has a song with, uh, with uh, Wayne, and everybody loves it. Well, everybody loves it. I like it. it. I like it. I listen. I've been I've been very critical of Little Wayne for the last couple of years. I remember when you and I re, we um we actually reviewed the Carter Five, and I gotta be real with you. I thought that album was like a two and a half mic album. I'm so I'm 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 being real. Three mics is is is, is a is a stretch. Shout out to some niggas if you want to give it three mics. For me, I did not like the Carter Five album at all. Archie Bunker Award. <clears throat> I thought it was. I thought it was terrible. I gotta be real. Wayne, for whatever reason, son, he gave me that feel that I realized why niggas liked him back in 07, 08, 09. Like, I really listened to him like, Jesus Christ, like, he sounded revised. He sounded like the energy was there. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he's gonna kill you with the bars crazy, crazy. He'll give you some punchlines, some simple punchlines here and there. But just off the flow and the energy, he wasn't bad. His verse wasn't bad at all, man. I don't know if that's going to be on Benny's. I'm pretty sure that's going to be on Benny's um, album produced by Hitboy, right? Uh, I don't know. But, I mean, it's got to be somewhere because we, I heard the give whole Hitboy song. His props? Are we going to give Hitboy his props for doing two albums this year, produce, production-wise? With, Hitboy with, um, is the prodigy of Kanye. Hit Boy is the prodigy of Kanye West. Absolutely. I don't know if it's really the prodigy of Kanye West. Yes. Yes. You're comfortable saying yes, that? He is. Oh, You're comfortable thousand percent saying it. Uh, why don't you look at the production credits for Watch the Throne? You, uh, wait, wait. Are you going off production credits or sound or, or impact? Because that's what I'm going off. I mean, we're, not, we're not on the same I'm page yet, I think. I'm going off of your prodigy of Kanye West because he put Kanye West is the one who put him in a position to be where he is today. That's wow. what I mean. That's, okay. So I put you in a position. That means what? Okay. Fine. All right. That means you're my prodigy. 50 Cent put Hot Rod in position. How'd that work out? 50 Cent put Olivia no, no, in no, position. No, no, How'd no, that work no, out? No, no, no. I mean, come on. No, no, no. Come no, on. No, no, no. You what are we doing? Wait, come on. Come what are we on, doing? Come on. Wait a minute. Hold up. That's how what you, are we that, doing? That, that's how you rebuttal what I just said? Ain't 50 you. Wait, you talk about, talk is that how you rebuttal what I said? Trash. So, 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 let me, let me say this. Let me say this. Hot Rod, Olivia, Hit Boy, Spider Boy, Hit Boy. By the way, hey, you're man, all you tried with Snack so Come on, man. Let me, yeah. let me, let me bring you back because you're rambling right now. Let me bring you back. I'm rambling right now. Rambling. Let me let me bring you back. Hip Boy to me, to Kanye, is like true master, fourth disciple oh, in mathematics, oh art to rhythm. Art to rhythm. Yes. That's it. Yes. Two, yo, that's, wait that's a minute. Come on, come on, come on. I think mean, that's a stretch. That's a earning ass reach. Let me tell you why. Because, nigga, you know why I say that? that? Come, on, come on, come on, come on. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. My nigga, you and I both know. And you and I both know this. As much as niggas give the RZA mad love, as they should, but you and I have acknowledged numerous times for years on this show, for four years, the contributions that True Master and Mathematics have done for the world. So I'm not, and they did a strong, they did, they did, they did a lot of ill beats for Wu-Tang, a lot of fire beats. 
they had some fire beats over some Rizzo beats. Let's be clear on that. For real, for real. And hip boy so the same I'm... way. And hip boy the same why. way. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Saying, I don't know. Nigga produced the whole Nas album. He produced the whole Benny album. He produced Mad Songs and Watch the Throne. Hip boy got a track record. So yeah, hey, hold on. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. And how do I feel about Watch the Throne? How do I feel about, about Watch the Throne? We don't know. How much I love hold. We don't even visit oh, it yet. Oh, you know Well, listen. We listen. I can't wait to revisit that album. How about that? I, I, listen, I cannot wait to revisit that album and to let you niggas know because how much you no love Kanye West so Sunday, much that you niggas act like that the album is no a classic. Church till Sunday. That album is not a classic. Sorry. It's let's not. revisit No Church Till Sunday. Let's revisit it. What's that? Um, P, um, my, my, my son. Um, what's my son's name? Sahai. No. That was the name. That's one of the songs on the um, Watch Your Throne album. Oh, no, dope on Sunday. I'm talking about, I do want to revisit Sahai. Shame on us that we did. Yo, shame on us that in 2017 we did not um, review Sahai's project. Shame on us. We shame didn't review but we talked about him, man. We talked about him. You we say did, shame on us. You act like we didn't. Talk. We talked yeah. about him. Like we kept talking about, yo, this album is dope. This album is dope. We were constantly giving him this flower. I'm not into Hit Boy. I don't think Hit Boy is. He's high. He's high. Well, we'll see with this Benny project. We'll see with the, we'll yeah. see with this Benny project. Listen, we'll see with this I, Benny project. I don't reckon it would not shock me. It would not shock me if Benny and, and Hit Boy. I like Benny and Hit Boy's collab more than Nas and and, and um, Hit Boy. Okay, but 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 I'm not. But it's not that's 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 not what we're gonna do. We're gonna judge it on the production because I want to see where you gonna go with Hit Boy. I'm not big on Hit Boy like that. Well, we're going to find out with this Benny album. Because you already like the song with... You already have said, I like the song with Lil Wayne and Benny. So I'm going to assume Listen, that Hit Boy produced I'm, that song. I'm going to take it here. I'm going to assume Hit Boy take it here. that song. I'm going to take it here. I like the Benny and Lil Wayne song more than the Benny and 38 special that dropped a couple weeks ago. Okay, Benny and 38 got 100 songs together. Like, that's nothing. I'm just so right okay. with them. I'm just so right with them. Let me ask you a question. Can I name 10, <laughs> Benny, can I name 10 Benny special songs better than this than this song by Lil Wayne and Benny? Of course, Can I, can I pull 10 out? Okay. <laughs> I'll just talk about that song that dropped a couple Okay, that's one. I'm sorry, special, man. Songs together, nah, man. man. Like, I keep it funky, man. You're nothing. special. You're my man. Special. I'm saying this because you're my man. I so want, I okay, so my let, man. Me let me go on record and say this. I 100% disagree with you. So I want to make sure <laughs> I'm on record to say I strongly disagree with you. Okay, now, right, I'm, now I'm, saying, I'm, I'm out to clear. So you I'm can say what you saying, got to say. I'm just saying that I love Benny and Special. But listen, Stabbing Shot and uh, Mob Ties and all that, I love those songs more than, 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 this, than this drink. Let yeah, me ask you a question. Why does Drake get acceptance from the hip hop community that PM Dawn did not get from the hip hop oh community? Oh my god. <laughs> you can't wait to get this off, can you? Why? Uh, it's different though, what? You know why? I what? Think PM Dawn was Come a what, what? I think PM Dawn hold on. I think PM Dawn let me ask you a question. I think PM Dawn was in an era where the harmonizing of hip hop was at a strong high point, right? Where now 
he was more in a, in a, in a standpoint of a rugged hip hop, conscious hip hop also. So he got lost in the shuffle. For um, every little um, Wu Tang Clan, X Clan, and Jungle Brothers, you might have had a EPMD, a DOS Effects, a Keith Murray, you know, K Solo, like you know what I'm saying. So he didn't really fit in those categories of those guys. He didn't even fit in the positive K categories and shit like that. Is that how you? Is that how you? Is that how you saw it? You, because no, no. The reason why I asked it because listen, me and you know he was harmonizing, he was doing singing, yes. and he was rapping. Yes. Everything Drake does, Prince B was doing everything. Oh, let no, me that song. I'll it die did help also that, that Karis won. It, it did help that Karis won in the nineties, in the height of Karis's career, in his prime. That he threw the nigga up the stage. Maybe that did help. That did hurt also. <laughs> it might have hurt. It might have hurt. No, no, no. So, but, but, uh, <laughs> let's be real. Karis <laughs> one, this is Graham Dawn. We're riding with Karis one. All right, Chris, whatever you say. Let's be clear. Right. So, I looked at three um, alcoholic albums. And I've right. decided that 21 and over, liquidations, mm-hmm. and okay. coast to coast, in the 90s, in the 90s, the alcoholics meant more to me than outcasts. Their music oh, resonated with me. Really really no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just telling you because I, I, listen, I just named, I named three mm. outcasts, I named three okay. Three Alcoholics albums in the 90s. And if I'm basing it on I'm the way I listen to the album I'm and absorb the album, the, al- mm-hmm. the, al- the Alcoholics, it's not only Outkast, the Alcoholics had a bigger impact on me in the 90s than Bone Thugs and Outkast. West Coast Alcoholics, so let's be clear, are one of my favorite rap groups. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If we're going to have a real talk, let's have a real talk. You went to Bone Thugs and Harmony, and you went to other group? Okay. A southern group, right? How come you didn't put, you don't have the alcoholics over any New York group? Or just other regions in the 90s when you just was a, a New York head hard body? That's easy to do, Watson. So, I'm not so, going to let you get so, that so off. Let's, so, so let's see. All right, hold on, hold on, let me ask I, you. Cellar Dwellers? Listen, listen, listen. listen. Cellar Dwellers? Listen, listen. You said New York Groups. I'm going to give you New York Groups. Cellar Dwellers or Alcoholics? Alcoholics. I like the Alcoholics better than the Cellar Dwellers. I like the Alcoholics better than OGC. I like the Alcoholics better than OGC. I like the Alcoholics better than Channel Live. Really, my nigga? Channel Live? The Bush Babies? What are you going to say? The Bush Babies next? What are you doing? I like, Boogie I like them better than the Bush Babies. I like them better than the Boogie Monsters. <laughs> One of the names, New York groups, I'm naming them. Outcast, I mean, I mean the Alcoholics. The Alcoholics. Listen to this. Tie between Dr. Effects and Alcoholics. A tie on how they impacted me right. in the 90s. That's a Let's big deal. I love this conversation. I love these hip hop conversations. Let me ask you this. All right. Well, let me say this. All right. I, I agree that the Alcoholics' first three albums 
are four mic strong four mic albums. If I say that, I'm not talking about the one. Right, because they're all three in the nineties. Right. I would say this: AT Aliens, Southern Playlistic. I got a Quemon as a five mic album. B. Four and a half strong. Four and a half definitely close to five mic album. Aquaman I. That's that's better than I got Aquaman I better than every alcoholic album. I don't, and I'm gonna tell you this: I got liquidation. I, there's no question. I got liquidation. It's the best out of all of them. There's no there's no question. And, and wait a minute. And wait a minute. Let me tell you this: on Twenty One and Over, the alcoholics used the "Ain't No Nigga" beat before Jay Z did. That's a fact. That's a fact. You you, you does anybody want to excuse that? <laughs> alcoholics used so what does that mean? What what what? What does so that mean? Why would alcoholics it didn't blow like "Ain't No Nigga" blew? <laughs> um. That's a good question, though. Well, no, I can tell you why. Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown is the MVP of that song. That was a popular as beat much, that people use. As much as I love Hove, as much as I love Hove, Foxy is Foxy owned that shit, man. So let me ask you a question. It's my thing or ain't no nigga. Which song meant more to you? It's my thing by EPMD or ain't no nigga. Foxy Brown and Jay Z. Same. EPMD beat. twice on Sunday. He's EPMD twice on Sunday. So you're saying you we'll like talk. the Eric Sermon produced It's My yep. Thing better yep. than Ain't No Nigga by Jay-Z and Foxy Brown. Yeah, you know why? That song first. A song from 1987. So you yep. like a hip-hop song from 1987 better than a song from 1996. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This nigga's crazy. Yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, we, I want to revisit Aquamanite one day with you, man. Okay. Aquamanite to Pimper Butterfly are two albums I can't wait to us, for us to revisit. When are we going to revisit Diamond Shell, Bismarcky's Little Brother's album? <laughs> really, my nigga? What do you want to do? Yeah. Masterpiece, Mommy, Master Ace, Disposable Art Toss, all I mean, come on. Uh, whenever Which you want to do Master album, Ace sitting on chrome, yeah. do Master Ace sitting on chrome <laughs> or Master Ace before the house. Let me know. One of Eminem's Yo. favorite albums is Slaughterhouse. One of my favorite albums in 1995 is sitting on chrome. Nah. Without question, nah. one of my favorite albums. I like, this, I, like disposable, I like disposable arts more. I like Master Ace disposable arts way more than that album. They're sitting on chrome. With Lord Digger, yeah. the microphone mutilator, and yes. Paula Perry. Yep. Ah, I do. It's gonna be hard yep. for you to get that one off. It's going to yep. be hard for you to get yep. that one off. Lord Digger no, it's not. and Paula P. It's going to be very hard for you to get that one off. In 2000, whatever year, um, Foxy Brown. 2001. Um, 2001. Was, I, right. So I was playing Foxy Brown. I remember this, day, I remember this vividly. I was playing Foxy Brown, um, um, uh, Book of Silence, and Master, uh, Master Ace's um, Disposal Arts. I was bumping both those shits. <laughs> You know, I was listening to um, Common's Resurrection album, and to me, I've decided that it bothers me that Common is not looked upon like Nas. Like, that that actually bothers me, because Common is equal to the MC Nas's. He's the absolute equal of a lyricist as Nas. You see, you see how you're saying that? Like, that's what bothers me. 
Why do people think Nas is uh, a better lyricist? Uh, let me tell you why, son. You can't prove it. I can tell you why. I can't prove it. I can tell you why. I can't prove it. And here's my thing. Can't prove it. If you go back to Back to the Grill again, did Nas verse stand out more than everyone else's, though? Be by far, by far. Come on, Watts. By far. Wait, wait, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Is that what you're? Come on, is that what you're? Is that what you're basing? I'm sorry, Red Hot Lover Tone. Who was that? Red Hot Lover Tone, MC Search, and or Chub Rock. I'm sorry, my niggas. Nas shit on you niggas twice on Sunday with his verse, and then I go back to the Lost Pro stuff and Jesus. How does that make Nas a better MC than Common? I'm just going off. All right, when Nas came out, we were saying like Jesus Christ. We haven't heard a nigga like this since Rock Kim is a G rap. So what are we talking about here? We didn't even said about Common. We just saw Common was dope. Okay, first of all, we didn't know Common was from New York. We didn't know Common was from Chicago. Or yeah, we did. We did that first edition from Chicago. My bad, brother. So, so tell me, we're really going to act like we're really going to act like Common Can I Borrow a Dollar did not come out in 1992. We had a full. Album. He had Breaker Break Nine, where he was rapping in this unique flow that was completely unique. Right? That was his first album. You said Nas, Nas levels has no album. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me just get facts out here. Let me give you facts out there. Carmen had a full album that I have. Can I borrow a dollar? I remember buying the single. Woman in your woman in your And wait a minute. And he had a unique flow that I thought was dope. There was no such thing as a Nas album. He had two verses, Live at the Barbecue and Back to the Grill again. Illmatic shit. Well, guess what? Guess what? Guess what, nigga? You, you notice, know, notice this. Yeah, now, no, no, no. Notice this. You spoke about Resurrection before you spoke about Cannabar Dollar, right? Why is that? So that's the case. Nas no, Illmatic, no, 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 no. Wait, Nas Illmatic is no, way better than Cannabar Dollar. No, 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 no. That's a fact. I spoke about Cannabar Dollar because it's during the era where you brought up that thing. But let's go to 94. There's no nigga on the planet Earth that can prove me lyrically Illmatic is lyrically better than Resurrection. There's no nigga. It, 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 it is, though. It is. I'm sorry. It is. Lover is as little. I used to love her. I used oh to love God, her comment. It's as perfect as any Nas song. As perfect after as that, any Nas song. Well, he, when, all right, I give you that. After that one. After that, what else? After that, what else? Wait, I'm a, I'm a, after that, what else? I'm a, resurrection. The song Resurrection. The actual My song nigga, Resurrection. Represent, now, let me give you represent one love. Let me, one love shits on that. No, so one love is better than I, that. I want I'm sorry. Now, Nas, me, one love is better song. than that. Sorry. So let, let me give you. Now let me give you another song that shows Common might just be nicer than Nas. All oh the my God, nicer than Nas. You're bugging. I love Common, but not nicer than Nas. Not nicer than Nas. Common don't even believe that shit, nigga. Common don't even believe that shit you saying. On the Resurrection album, he has a song called "Some Shit I Wrote." That's it now. Better than lyrical exercise by Jay Z. Common song. Some shit I wrote is a lyrical better song than lyrical exercise by Jay-Z. It can go bar for bar with anything on Illmatic. The point I'm making is it bothers me that Calm, a.k.a. Common Sense, does not get the same lyrical prop that Nas gets when he's every bit the MC Nas is. Now, I don't let's know. take it a step further. I, I don't know. I don't know. Now, let's take it a step further. Now let's take it a step further. Nas has nothing.
been the B album from 2005. There's nobody. See, Disciple is not better than B. Wait a minute. 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 Wait a Street Disciple is not better than B. Life is good is not better than B. Let's really talk about I love Distant it Relatives. I love Distant Relatives. B. I love Distant Relatives a lot. Let me just throw it out there. But I'm going to say this. I'm gonna say okay, this. is it better than B? We're not going to sit up. Hold on. Watch. Hold on. Watch. Watch. We're not going to sit up here right now and act like Kanye West did not. Let's go back to um, Common's second album, since you want to go here. Resurrected. Instead of Resurrection. Common's life again with the B album because before that the nigga was dropping like water for chocolate in that fucking this, this nasty ass album electric slide or electric whatever the fuck that shit was those two albums was trash let's keep yo, it yo, real yo, yo. we was mad at Common for a little bit we was mad at Common for a little bit let's I not do agree. that I agree I agree with you 100 percent. Then when he got into his neo soul, let me ask you a question. question. Let me ask you a question. If I say, let me yeah. ask you, let me ask you this question. If I say, do you watch? Let's revisit like what of a chocolate. We, we could do it. We can do it. But would there be enthusiasm and five mic, none, four none, mic talk? None, 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 none. Right. There'd be no enthusiasm. But I don't like how you you yeah. you making it sound like common. I'm not saying common can't sit at the table with Nas. But it's not, no, 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 no,
Fire, man. That's what it is, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy, you know what? Y'all know the vibes, man. Easy.